Welcome to another version of Fight Facts with Joseph Sanliquido, features writer for Ring TV and Ring Magazine, as well as writer at large. And I'm uh, always uh, have the pleasure of being joined by Brooklyn Mike, Michael Woods. My friend, Joseph, how the heck are you doing today, pal? I'm in your neck of the woods, Mr. Brooklyn Mike. I am in Brooklyn. I am in, I believe, the Red Hook section of Brooklyn. Red Hook District, okay, very good. And what brings you to Red Hook, Brooklyn? And I'm waiting on one Saddam Ali for a little bit of a Ring TV, uh, Ring Magazine exclusive here. Excellent, excellent. And uh, make sure to have some fun while you're out in Red Hook, too. There's some nice restaurants and such. It's a a nice, uh, up-and-coming, you know, hot uh, neighborhood. Afterwards, I'll text you over some suggestions that I'll get from people that actually know about the uh, neighborhood better than I do, okay? Sounds good. Sounds like a plan. I'm also looking at, uh, there is an area, I understand, uh, where I get a very, very good vantage point, the Statue of Liberty. Beautiful. Lady Liberty. Hey, give her my my best and tell her also she owes me $7 from 1993. I I would do that. I would do that. Yeah. So, uh... So we had a, uh, another uh, very good weekend of, uh, of, of fights. Uh, we saw Sua Rungvisai uh, do his thing again. Uh, we saw Nietes with a, with a knockout. And we saw McWilliams Arroyo uh, with a decision victory. That's right, my brother. Uh, Streets of Kent, Jim, people were like nearly orgasmic, Philly Joe, over that 12th round between him and Estrada at the Forum. Crowd of uh, 7,800 folks, uh, heavily Mexican leaning to support Estrada. Eight uh, four or thereabouts was, I think, what you told me your card was for Sorong Vasai. Is that right? Eight four, you had it. I had it eight four. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that 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 jives with me. Um, it was a good fight. Um, some people were like along the way. I felt like uh, saying the kind of fight of the year kind of thing. It didn't I, rise to that. I level don't know for if it me. was that. No, no. One of the reasons uh, I thought was Sarungvasai, his accuracy was not pinpoint. He went 194 to 879, which is a 22% connect percentage. And uh, generally, you know, I, I, I like sharpshooters a little bit more. Uh, you know, I saw a lot of missing in there. I thought of, um, went for 28% too. So it was a lot of missing there. I'm not going to tear it down at all. Uh, but it wasn't, for me, a fight of the year. It was it was solid. The action was absolutely solid. Those guys uh, at those weight classes, they're they're gonna be volume specialists, right? Yeah. Uh, the yeah. Nietzsche fight. Nietzsche is thirty five years old, and uh, he has been doing this a long time, Joseph. But uh, uh, one of the reasons that he hasn't become more uh, on sort of more radar screens is he fights at low low weights, lighter weights, right? He's been at five, and this is, I think, is his third weight class. So, uh, in which he's won a title. So, uh, you know, flyweight belt for the first time. And now he's on more radar screens because HBO is giving this class some love. Um, Revico, though, also another guy who was accuracy was just down the tubes. He's 34 years old, Joe. Mm-hmm. People know he's from Argentina, and uh, he landed freaking 13 percent of his punches. Yeah. Ouch. 13%, uh, that, that's, he needs to go back to the drawing board a little bit. And so that one was, it, it was kind of what it was. And McWilliams Arroyo, who uh, basically outpointing Quadros, I think 
would you agree a lot of people were surprised by that one a little bit? Because Arroyo had been off for 22 months. Exactly, right? yeah. And, yeah. and, and he yeah. lost that one-sided uh, scrap to Chocolatito, which was a real stink bomb. So uh, I hadn't forgotten that. And so I was thinking, eh, probably Quadras is going to take that. Uh, but Quadras, uh, another one. Man, there was a lot of missing going on at the forum on Saturday Night Joseph. Quadras only connected on 16% uh, of his bunches, according to CompuBunk. So a lot of missing going on at uh, the forum on Saturday. What, what were your takeaways from the, the night of bouts? Uh, pretty much the same as yours. I, um, I, 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 was, I was satisfied with... Uh, I have a better way to pronunciate Sir Rungvisai than I do than I do his first name. Than I do his first name. So I gotta so, so help me help me hey, out. Do it now. Go, go, go on that limb, baby. Skirk, cigarette, cigarette, cigarette. No, not cigarette, Joe. Street cat. Street, street. Ah, oh, damn it. Sriciket, Joe. Not cigarette, or not Sriciket. Sriciket. How about you just call him Sor? S-O-R. I'm not sure exactly how they do the language over there, but use the middle name and just run with it and pretend that that's what everyone does over there. So, yeah. how about yeah. Sor, Joe? Uh, well, I was, I'm good with Sor Rungwasai. At least I know how to pronounce the harder part there of it. There you go, baby. Um, oh, good. But, yeah, it, it's yeah. just, uh, yeah, uh, same thing. Uh, very, very patient. Um, maybe sometimes, maybe he might have been a little bit too patient. Uh, Estrada tried to make it a fight a few times, but uh, Sir Rungwasai, you, you could just tell basically he's in that situation where there's he's I'll tell you this, the thing that I really like, he's fighting with far, far greater confidence than, uh, well, obviously he's in there with Chocolatito, and there's, there's, there's a hesitancy there. There's a thing there that uh, you may turn around and question um, for obvious reasons because he's in with one of the best in the world. But... Um, I, I liked, I liked how he used distance. Um, I liked his patience, and and again, you just you just sense that you know, in his mind, he has this, you know, that I could turn around, and I'm pretty much in control of this thing. So regardless of what Estrada tries to do, I'm going to have something to deal with it, and. I mean, we've seen this. I mean, we've seen it obviously played out on the world stage, you know, with back-to-back -back victories over uh, Chocolatito last year with uh, the Estrada victory now. Um, he's coming into his own. I, I think he deserves pound-for-pound -pound consideration. Actually, he's on my pound-for-pound my -pound list. He got my vote uh, for the 2017 Fighter of the Year. Um, and he, you know, this is, a, this is a nice way to start 2018 for him. Now, hopefully we'll see what other things uh, are up there. Uh, what, what's the talk? I mean, where, where's, where do you see his future going the rest of this year? I, mean, I, I think this fight was good enough that a rematch makes sense, and it wasn't such a, to me, a ludicrous war that you want to give them excessive time off and have them fight someone else, maybe a lighter puncher's. I think this one screams for a rematch. Sarung mm. Vasai afterwards says, I will fight anybody at 115 pounds, including giving Estrada a rematch if that's what he wants. Okay. That makes uh, immense sense to me. Yeah. Uh, and Tom Loeffler, who is now uh, heading the new promotion company, 
Boxing 360, he said, yeah, I'd love to do a rematch, and we'll bring it right back here to the forum. Yeah, sure, I wouldn't blame him. Yeah, sure, we'll take, we'll take a rematch because we beat this guy fairly convincingly. So put him in the ring, really no threat. We have a shot at beating him again. I, I, I just, uh, I, I don't think there was any, Brooklyn Mike, I don't think there was any dispute who won that fight, who was the far I don't know if I'm going to go as far well, superior fighter, but I'm going to go superior fighter. 113, and uh, one of the judges added a draw. Well, so well. I think that makes that there are indications that some people didn't feel as strongly as you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see what emerges, what comes out. Uh, once again, HBO giving this love to this lighter weight class, and it, it does make sense when your budget is a little bit low. You know, you've got a sense of what the purses were for this. Yeah. So Rungvisai made two hundred fifty thousand. Estrada hundred thousand. I mean, it's it's good bang for the buck, isn't it? Yeah. So that's yeah, it's, it's, it's value shopping by Peter Nelson. Yeah. And uh, that 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 makes sense. You know, especially if he wants to maybe do some bidding on uh, some Anthony Joshua, an Anthony Joshua fight coming up. Like when if if, if Anthony Joshua is going to be fighting Big Baby Miller, or something something like that. So uh, you want to. You know, keep some uh, powder dry for that. Uh, are you looking forward to this weekend, my friend? Are you are you staying in town? And if you are, how come you haven't uh, asked to be uh, sleeping on the wood family sofa, my friend? <laughs> what's, what's this? You going back home? You I, I am. in town to see Ali and then going back home and then coming back to New York? Yes, I am. Yeah, yeah, I have right. some uh, some 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 eagle obligations to fulfill. Some. Some uh, the other the other sort of sports that I cover. You're, oh, you're also talking to the new Phillies beat writer for Philly Voice. So I uh, now I have the uh, the Phillies on uh, the oh, Philadelphia so. Phillies on my ledger. So yeah, I have uh, I am a, uh, a a smorgasbord of juggling hats, responsibilities. Uh, yeah, hats, yeah. So um, but uh, I, I am I am looking forward to uh, Wilder Ortiz. I, I know Deontay was very very angry. Over the fact that he didn't get Ortiz, you know, the first time, um, and we'll try. This, 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 this fight will say more about Luis Ortiz than it will about Deontay Wilder. I was there when Ortiz beat Bryant Jennings. Uh, I know the talk, Brooklyn Mike. You know the talk when it comes to Ortiz. Can he actually win a fight on his own merit? I suppose yeah, it's man. the most di- diplomatic way I can word that. Yeah, uh, that was well. There's well th- there's a lot of lot of talk, a lot of words in the wind. Uh, we don't know where where things are, and you know what, Brooklyn Mike, mm. we don't know where Ortiz is. How good is this guy? Can this guy be something? Could he be the King Kong monster that he projects himself to be without possibly, possibly, certain helpers? Yeah, man. Well, and then you can never be certain because once you struck out twice, it's like two equals three. Three strikes and you're out. There's always going to be the cloud hanging over you. There's Mm -hmm. always going to be the scarlet S or steroids Mm -hmm. stamped on you. And that's fair or unfair. That's just the way it is, pal. So you know that uh, Wilder has stepped in this pothole before. The fights against Povetkin and against the pole, Waracek, uh, were scrapped uh, with those guys being ousted because they tested dirty. So poor Deontay Wilder. I'm assuming that 
the Cuban is going to come into this one clean. He's been tested about eight times by VADA and also pre-fight testing by the New York State Athletic Commission. I'm going to assume he's clean. Um, but there's always going to be the hint of illegality hanging over him. And especially when I see pictures of him at workouts looking pretty damn ripped. Have you seen those, Joe? I, I mean, have... he looks like King Kong on, on, a, on a strong Weight Watchers plan. Uh, he looks almost ripped. Okay. And that has me looking at this fight a different way. Now, it might just be window dressing, Billy Joe. Mm -hmm. It might not mean that much. But I do believe uh, that it really could help him in terms of maybe more mobility more than anything else. right? Because mm -hmm. he's looked actually pretty plodding in his last two, three fights. So his mobility really might be uh, enriched by being lighter, uh, by being tighter. And that would indicate to me that this is a, going to be a better fight, a tighter fight than I would have thought coming in. Yeah. I thought he was going to be a little bit ripe for the picking, a little bit old, a little bit immobile, and the athletic talents of Wilder just going to get angles and, and clang away on this guy's head and now box him over 12 rounds. Uh, now I see it a little bit tighter and a little bit more worrisome for Wilder, but I still see Wilder emerging with a unanimous decision. I see that. Too. I'm going to go. I'm going to take it a step further, Brooklyn Mike. I say Wilder stops him late. Oh, okay. Because this stop is another interesting calm. thing, what you just told me, in terms of his... Uh, his body makeup. Uh, yeah, he might be uh, chugging some, some, he might have been chugging some, some pounds there, but sometimes though when a fighter loses weight like that, it's a little bit unnatural. Now I'm not saying, and I'm not gonna stress this, I'm not saying he's done it by unnatural means. I'm just saying right. in terms of what his body through time is used to, that's one. Two, it takes away, in my opinion sometimes, it could take away a little bit from his endurance levels. So, I, I, and, and I'm leaning on that. I, I, it just what, what you told me just said some, you know, maybe he's doing some things that um, mm, he hasn't really done in the past. You think he's trying to go overboard and trying to prove to people that he's taking this so seriously and he's doing it the right way, that he's stressing his body too much? I think that, that yeah, that could that could be a lot that that could have a lot to do with it. That could definitely have a lot to do with it. The overcompensation of of trying to convince those out there that uh, he's not <laughs> certainly he, he's not what he's what he's been tested to be, uh, which I think is an interesting way of wording that. So uh, we also have a dueling show taking place in Manhattan. Uh, we have a doubleheader uh, that, uh, quite frankly. Um, well, quite frankly, I don't think anybody cares about. But <laughs> I, just, I don't mean to be blunt like that. Uh, love Kathy Duva. Love main events. Damn, um, you're not smoking blunt. You're talking blunt, Joe. But Billy but the, the, the fact the fact the fact the fact I the matter know, is. Wait a second. You want you want you want the opportunity to take that back there a little bit because I I, I don't. Let, let me let me tell you this. I think I think we're on the same page as far as uh, Kovalev versus McAlkin. I think McAlkin is overmatched here. I think it's not for no reason that he, this guy hasn't been on our radar screens. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I hope for him to perform and overperform and outperform on Saturday night. But I believe he's. But, but Brooklyn, Mike, we, Brooklyn, Mike, we Kovalev. both know. We let both know. Let me finish. Let me finish. But the Sullivan Barrera uh, Dimitri Bivol fight is is intriguing. No, no BS intriguing. That's intriguing. 
Salvador Guerrero is coming in very confident. And he believes he's been overlooked, he's been dissed and dismissed, and they're looking past him. Dimitri Bivol is being introduced as the next big thing. And Barrera's pissed off about it. I'm quite interested to see what happens there. Are you not? Yeah, but put it, well, obviously, you don't even have to put a gun to my head. You know and I know, and we both know, where we're both going to be on Saturday night. And if yeah, there was man. any intrigue at all in the other card, we would, have, we would be there. And we're not. Mm. We're going to be at the more intriguing card, the more the, the card that has better depth, the more competitive fights. And I, I um, now here's the twist of it though, and Brooklyn Mike, you may have greater insight on this than I do. I, I believe though, in fairness, in fairness to, to main events, I believe main events had the date first, didn't they? That was, that was what I was told. Okay. Okay. That dueling dates thing, we've already gone over it, and yeah. we, we all agree that it's pretty stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do that again, guys. Yeah, that's... You know, well. spread out the wealth, man. Spread out the wealth. Don't make the media and the fans choose, you know? You guys, you guys don't have to be, like, working together, but don't so distinctly work against each other like that. But so, whatever. I mean, I'm spitting in the wind when I'm saying that. They never listen. I, 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 well, you know what, though? They're going to listen when there's hardly anybody. I'm, I'm sure there's going to be a, a decent crowd at the Garden, but I'm, I, I'm, I'm certain there's going to be a better be, crowd. Uh, Joe, Joe, I think there might be. I think they're marketing really hard at the Russian crowd. Okay. I think they can get, like, between the Russian crowd and then just some fans of light heavyweights and, and what have you, and locals, because it's a, it's a big card. Joe, they're stacked in it. Uh, fight started 5 p.m. at the Garden Theater on Saturday night. Mm -hmm. I think they're going to be at uh, about at capacity at, at 5,000. I haven't even asked anyone, so I don't have any inside information. Uh, maybe I will, and I'll tweet it out when we release this to uh, Ring uh, website, because uh, I'm curious about how sales are going. But, I mean, I know they're doing an outreach. They're having a media reception with Bivo and Kovalev Thursday night and with some of the... Um, Russian bigwigs that they're inviting to. Mm. So I, I think the heavy marketing is being done. So I think there's going to be a decent crowd there on Saturday. Now, again, this is the big, this is in the big room, correct? It's not going to be in the theater. No, man, theater, baby, theater, baby. It's going to be theater. Okay, okay, you know what? Yeah. Then, that, that makes, then that makes some sense there, then. Then that makes yeah. the theater fits, what, 7,500, 8,000? No, it's five thousand in the theater. Yeah. They so you know what? So so, so you know what? Yeah. That's that. That actually. Uh, excuse my ignorance there. My apologies. Uh, so that makes sense. That that that's fine. That yeah. makes sense. Because I'm I'm thinking all the while. I'm thinking this is going to be in the big room, and I'm thinking. Eh. Oh yeah. But okay. No, okay. Big no, that's shows on the same on the same day would be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's. I mean, if they, if it was Kovalev against War Three, you know, mm. they, they could try that there. On, mm -hmm. on the same night, it wouldn't be the smartest, I don't think. But they could. But no, this is this is slated for the right for the right building. Igor McCalkin is not uh, known to anyone, anyone <laughs> outside of the hardest core boxing fans in the U.S. And he, there are so few of them that knew who this guy was. So I talked to Kathy Duve on the Talkbox podcast. I said I just hope, and uh, you know, let's keep our fingers crossed. We want the fans all to get a good bang for their buck. That. McCalkin um, over over delivers, and uh, he he shows us that he should have been on our radar screens coming into this. Okay. Well, you know what? Putting it that way, then it's then it's then it's a win-win because they they will you know they will sell out the theater. They will sell out the theater, and I'm thinking uh, what over under for. Uh, 
uh, Barclays? Uh, 14,000, 15,000? Um, I had seen a Twitter reference for someone who is sort of a ticket hawk kind of guy who was like, damn, selling isn't going so good then. But I've heard that and then seeing them do really good walk up and good sort of late inning purchases. So I think you're absolutely spot on there. That seems to be the magic number when you get a, a fight of decent import like this one is, Wilder against Ortiz. Um, you did have the Charlo fight fall out against Centeno. That does hurt this card a little bit, I will be honest, because I always look forward to seeing what the Charlos are going to pull off. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Us Katagai and Durrell rematch is, uh, you know, it's not anyone really wetting their appetites ridiculously for that. I think it's a fine addition. I'm not shitting on it, but it's not going to bring many assets to see. So we will see. There have been shows sort of more packed with uh, uh, more 50-50s. I think they're going to miss the travel fight. I, I wonder if they thought of maybe adding one to that adding a sort of late inning or maybe putting in Derevyanchenko harder or something, but it is what it is. And Joe, you and I have both been doing this long enough to know that if the main event delivers and Wilder delivers the big stoppage on King Kong and, and drops the big fella uh, in, in exciting fashion, then all is forgiven and uh, the night ends well. And there's, so and there's a chance... You, you're calling for that. That's yeah, there's a chance. I think there's happen. a chance so that, that, that could happen. Yeah, yeah I, I, really, I really think so. Because the other thing, too, is, is, is Wilder, this is his first real crack, Brooklyn Mike. I mean, look down the list over the last couple of years as, as to who he's fought. You know, and it's no fault of his, and it's kind of a shame because there's some people out there that blame him, and we both know, right. and well, there's a lot of people that know it's not, it, it's not on him. It shouldn't be on him. Um, and hopefully, you know, he's going to want to turn around and and obviously put his foot down. Uh, and we can, the only thing we could do is just hope and pray that uh, something takes place to, to 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 the point where it's impressive enough to where we're talking possibly. Wilder and Anthony Joshua later on this year. I, I still have my hopes towards that. I some people tell me, oh, you know, it's year. a pipe dream, it's Joe. It's 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 not going to happen until next year. Blah blah blah. Right. But I'd like to still think and hope that uh, the um, <laughs> boxing uh, for once won't trip won't trip on over its own feet, as we both know the sport has a tendency to do that, and. Um, you know, maybe this is this is going to be the uh, the precursor to something larger down the line. No. So what I'm going to do is, uh, as as we wait here on the uh, the great Saddam Ali, is we're going to take a little bit of a brief break in our podcast, and I'm going to uh, rejoin uh, this podcast with uh, a very special young man who did uh, a very special thing a few months ago, and beating someone he really wasn't expected to beat. Saddam Ali. This again, we're rekindling Fight Facts for RingTV.com, and this is uh, Joe Sanaquito, Philly Joe, and I'm with a very special guest that's going to we're going to include this week on uh, Fight Facts, uh, Mr. Saddam Ali, world champion Saddam Ali, who is going to take another step in uh, fighting, I believe, May 12th against uh, Liam. We're fighting. Yeah, most likely no, Liam. Nothing's 100%. Okay, so most I don't. Most likely Liam, Liam Smith. That is my mandatory. Okay. 
and um, should be my fight should be sometime in May. Okay. So um, that, that that's what's next. Okay. Uh, the possibility again May. It's possibly looking at May twelfth, wrapping it around the re the uh, the replay of Triple G and Canelo, which is a great great mm -hmm. opportunity for you. Yeah. And they're looking at possibly Verona. Verona. Oh, you talking about location? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not I'm not sure of the location. Okay. Um, I would have okay. preferred to fight in New York. Okay. But um, at this point, I'm a world champion, and I gotta go where I gotta go. So we'll see what what we get. Yeah. And uh, how is how has life been different for you? Um. I've always been happy, I'll okay. tell you that, so, you know, happier? I'd say I'm a little happier now. Yeah. Um, I'm respected a little bit more, which I appreciate. Uh, I just, I, I can't slack now, I just got to work just as hard, maybe even harder, you know. Okay. Um, so, so, life is better, uh, I can't complain, God is good. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, who else is in the running, possibly, for you? Because the other thing, too, is the other thing that's great about your situation is you were the guy looking... Now you're the guy everybody's looking after. Yeah, yeah. Now everybody is mentioning my name because I got that world title, you know. Mm -hmm. But before, you guys didn't want to really give me a shot, you know. So I don't, I don't really look into that. At the end of the day, I, I, I do what's best for my career and gotcha. also what, what my, my team wants me to do in uh, Golden Boy Promotions. So I don't really have any pick, any play where, where, where I can tell you what's, what's next or what's possible. Honestly, it's whatever God has in store for me is, is the way I'm going. I'm just, I'm ready. I'm gotcha. ready for, for any challenge. Gotcha. Okay. And again, that was uh, world champion Saddam Ali for Fight Facts. Thanks again for listening.